This episode brought to you by the 2021 bar exam. We're so sorry you have to take it. Oh, wait, is that going on? Is the world still moving ahead? We had to do it during a pandemic. You have to do it during a pandemic. It sucks and we tried to abolish it. And yet here we are, powerless against a system intent on crushing our souls. Moving on. Chapter 9. I was full of nerves the next morning. What if someone from their family recognized me? I mean, most people knew my name. Not my face, but after this case turned into a huge scandal, thanks to Nancy Green, I'd need plastic surgery to disguise me and live a normal life. I dressed as if I was heading to the office. A black blazer, a blue blouse, a black pencil skirt, killer heels, and my Celine purse. Mr. and Mrs. Park would know how serious I am about the position (laughs) if I looked as professional as possible. Uh, ma'am, they're out back behind at the pool, (laughs) peeing on each other. (laughs) (laughs) I took a deep breath, and I left my apartment ready to conquer the world of bratty, spoiled children. Time skip. Star, star, star. Here... I asked the cab driver. Yeah, now get out. I have other customers, he replied rudely. (laughs) In a weird accent. I quickly got out of the cab before he'd make me pay extra. I looked at the house in front of me and grimaced. I don't know what I was expecting, but certainly not this. I try not to judge books by their covers, but really, if the outside of their house mirrored the inside, I'd much rather live in my new apartment. I mean, it wasn't horrible, but for a family of four, I'd expect a little bit more. From the outside, it seemed like it was a two-story, small, cramped house. It was entirely made up of ugly, deep, brown-red bricks with a few missing... What's wrong with bricks? I don't know. With a few missing pieces of wood plastered on the house, replacing it? Wait, the bricks are falling out of the house and they're boarding it up with wood? It had a front door that was the ugliest shade of green, and the lawn was all dug up as if the family had a pack of dogs that took pleasure in destroying front yards. There was no garage, uh, but there was a car parked in front, at least if it was even still considered a car. Oh my god, (laughs) wow, this woman's a bitch! It's not over, we're only halfway through the paragraph! At one point in this car's life, it must have been a beauty, but right now, in the 21st century, I wouldn't even buy it for a dollar. Oh my god! I hate her so much. It was silver. It was all scratched up. I guarantee you it was older than Mr. Park. To be honest, I wasn't sure how they'd be able to afford a nanny. All their money should be put into fixing up this place. Oh my god. Oh my god, stop for one second. Imagine you hire a babysitter and she just comes in and negs your house. Can, Can I read the next sentence and then we can discuss how much of a bitch she is? There's more? Okay, I'm not prepared, but... I walked up to the front door and knocked, making a mental note to bring hand sanitizer every time I'd have to touch this place. Oh, the peasants! The disgusting, dirty peasants! I hate her so much! Also, she just described a house. 
and yeah, a car. Yeah, this is just a regular house with a regular family, I assume, <laughs> and a car that isn't a sports car. This is how I imagine the... We haven't been into the office yet, so I haven't met anybody, but this is how I imagine if I walk into the office, how the rest of the lawyers are going to look at me like some sort of dirty, disgusting, <laughs> savage person. Oh, a woman I could only assume was a salary park eyed me oddly for only a split second before she greeted me warmly. Hello, you must be Miss Summers. It pained me every time someone greeted me with the last name Summers. It was only a reminder of the lies I was telling and the life I was temporarily trying to escape. Yes, but uh, please call me Gwen, I rushed in. At least I was upfront and honest about that. Gwen, a beautiful name. I'm Valerie. She stuck out her hand. I'm not sure why I'm giving her such a snooty upper class accent. She's clearly Yeah, like, this woman's just a normal person. She's just a normal human being. Gwen, that's a beautiful name. I'm Valerie. She stuck out her hand and I shook it firmly. Come on in, meet the rest of the family. She moved to the side and helped open the door for me as I made my way inside. I wasn't even surprised by the inside of the house. It was poorly furnished. With only oh my the... god! I hate her so much. With only the basics and a few decorations here and there, I was still observing their house. Observing. <laughs> Ugh, I hate her. I was still observing I'm their telling house. you, this is, this is the white girl fantasy of... I'm working a stressful job and all I want is like a man lumberjack to teach me the meaning of Christmas. That's going to be her arc, I'm telling you. I hate her. She's all snooty and she smells like the big city, but then all, you know, she learns to love the small joys in life and she learns that women, when they work too hard, become bitches. But do you know what makes women unbitch? Men. Domestic life. <laughs> Ms. Summers, great to... The fuck is that accent? <laughs> what are you doing? Ms. Summers, a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> Ms. Summers, a pleasure... To... Uh, pfft, that's not even the line. Ms. Summers, great to meet you. Please come into the living room, Mr. Park said. Uh, Gwen, please, and you must be Mr. Park. I smiled and followed him into the living room. Valerie she is a master in- of deduction. Valerie went into the kitchen to return with a tray with three cups of tea. Uh, call me Adam, he said as he sat down on their at least nine years old couch. What? D- that's so specific, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> that's so specific. How in vogue is this woman that she can sniff out? That's a nine-year-old couch right there. I wouldn't touch my butt on that even if I was covered in shit. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand this chapter at all. I thought she was at least supposed to be a little bit sympathetic, but she's just a bitch. Valerie laid the ray, the tray, the tray. She laid the tray. It says Ray in the book, R-A-Y, but she laid the tray. Adventures in self-publishing. Don't do it. This is the second self. The first one was also self-published. Yeah. Valerie laid the tray on the glass table and joined him. I sat on a chair opposite them. Okay, 
So, we'd just like to get to know a little bit about you. What do you do for a living? Adam asked. Shit! I wasn't prepared for this. Okay. Wait, she can't babysit for a living? Think, Gwen. I'm a journalist! She's a journalist? (laughs) What? (laughs) Why? I don't know. Why can't you? (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Who hires a journalist to watch their children? What kind of journalist nanny is? My eyes widened, worried they see through this lie. What if they asked to see my certificate from university? What? <laughs> what if they asked to see my journalism credential? What if they... <laughs> my journalism license? Oh my god. <laughs> what if they ask for a reference? For journalism? <laughs> I knew it, Valerie shouted. When I first saw you, your face looked so familiar, but I couldn't quite place my finger on it. Now I realize you're a broadcasting journalist. That's why you look so familiar. She's a broadcast journalist? Apparently. Moonlighting is a nanny. (laughs) Valerie was proud as if she had solved a Nancy Drew mystery before Nancy Drew had. I breathed a oh my sigh God. of relief. Oh my God. <laughs> Liz, what? So what bad. is happening? This is so bad. Exactly. I'm on very often repeating local news. Uh, you know, the usual, I say. The usual? <laughs> what does that mean? The usual news. Wow, that's incredible. Is it? She she didn't say anything. What do you do, Liz? Oh, you know, legal things. Wow, that's amazing. The the usual law stuff. It's like Charlie from Always Sunny trying to go toe-to-toe with the lawyer. Law and various other lawyerings. Any good stories lately? Adam asks, genuinely curious. Oh, you know the usual. I wave my hand, desperate to end this conversation on my fake job. So, what are the kids' names? I ask, hoping to draw their attention away from me. Oh yeah, the kids. Adam widens his eyes as if he's completely forgotten. Uh, Valerie and I have two children. They're twins. One's named Aaron, the other Violet. They're eight, so of course at that age they've got a lot of energy, but they're wonderful. You'll grow to adore them. I mentally laugh. I will never adore kids. Did you did you hear Ron Howard's voice in your head saying, but in fact, she would adore those kids? I wish I could do a Ron Howard voice. I feel like that would make my entire life more interesting. They're annoying attention-seeking crybabies. If they don't get the latest Barbie doll or Transformers toy, you'll never have peace until you buy it for them. I hear stomps and yells coming up the stairs. No! I said no! A voice yells. I'm telling on you! Another one yells. Not if I tell on you first! The first one yells back. I'm assuming 
the twins have come to grace us with their loud presences. Here they come now, (laughs) Valerie yells over them. Kids, quiet down. We've got a guest. The kids calmly walk over. Poop, another nanny, Aaron says to Violet. Ooh, rising action. Conflict (laughs) is a brewing. (laughs) Valerie smiles weakly at me. Uh, They think they're too grown up for a nanny, she laughs. Don't worry, as long as they're sitting downstairs and in front of the TV, they're no problem. Mom, Violet won't let me watch. Aaron stomps his foot. It's my turn, Violet stomps her foot. Is not, is too enough. Both of you, go to your room. When you've both calmed down, you can return back downstairs and do rock, paper, scissors to decide who gets to watch TV. Your mother and I have to go to work, so Charlie's coming to look after you for a few hours, Adam tells his children sternly. Shut the fuck up, kids. (laughs) Shut the absolute fuck up. You're terrible things. You're terrible creatures, and I hate you. The kids go down the hall into their shared bedroom. I can still hear fighting from the inside, but the parents try to ignore it. Rock, paper, scissors solves everything between them, Valerie tells me. Anyway, Adam and I need to go to work in a few minutes. But it was lovely to meet you. Uh, so I've got the job, I ask, hopefully. Of course you have. No one else applied except for you, Valerie exclaims. The morale. I can feel it. <laughs> why why not? I asked worriedly. What a frightening thing to tell somebody with any job. I'm so <laughs> glad you're here. Nobody else would dare. Valerie laughs. <laughs> Don't worry. It's only because the previous nannies couldn't handle all the hours with the kids. So they quit or they refused the job after finding how many hours they'd have to work. Oh my god, what an awful thing to say. Well, well, that's fine. I'm looking to earn some extra money. So I would like to work longer days. I tell her, not 100% honest, a full day with these two kids slash monsters. But the parents did seem desperate. Well, I used to be a part-time worker and part-time stay-at-home mom. But then we really needed money, so I started working full-time. And now that it's the summer and the kids don't have school, they're home the entire day. That's why their hours are so abnormal, she says. What's your occupation? I ask curiously. (laughs) She's being deposed. And what is your occupation, Miss Park? And uh, how long have you worked in that position? And are you being compensated for your time today? What, if any, conversations have you had with opposing counsel to prepare for this deposition? And what, if any, documents have you looked at in preparation? Oh my god! Oh my god! Move on! Oh my god! That we can do this so accurately upsets me. I work in a bakery full-time now, after only working part-time, and Adam is an elementary school teacher during the year, and he teaches summer school during the summer, and later in the afternoon, he teaches a special needs class. What a swell guy. Barf. She smiled. 
I wondered where all their money was going to if they already had steady jobs, but that was none of my business. What? They're t- he's a teacher! What What are they drowning in money? What? Teachers get paid nothing! It, it's, it's really a crime how little teachers get paid. I was too busy thinking about how long this horrific babysitting job was going to last. I was already thinking about whether there's a chance I could get away with murdering the twins. Ah, what a what a dark thing to say. End of chapter. End of chapter. That's the end of the chapter. So we've left one profession that sucks the soul out of me. So let's discuss the other profession that sucks the soul out of me. Nannying. Uh, so what ended up happening with me when I was an au pair was I was not paid by the hour, obviously. I was salaried. Obviously. So they wanted to get every last bit out of me. And it was exactly that. It was, oh, he's energetic, but boy, will you like him? And I did. He was okay. But (laughs) this was actually a game that he liked to play. He liked to play the game where he takes his tub of toys and dumps it down the stairs. And then I get yelled at by his father for not immediately cleaning it up, even though it was specified that I would not be having to pick up excessively. Anyway, I hate this. This is going to give me more flashbacks than I intended. I'm sure you'll just love the kids. They're adorable. So this was filed under romance, and I assumed that it was going to be like a strapping young single dad who is a lumberjack, apparently, in my mind. But it bothers me that he's married. Do you think she's going to break them up? I have no idea, but who's the romancing happening with? Uh, the children. Whom? She's going to find. She's going to find her love for children. She's going to want to have I don't, children. I don't Phillip. like. She's going. She's going to date Philip. The paralegal. I would, I would love that. No, Philip was the secretary. Philip was the coffee bitch. Oh yeah, the the legal assistant. Thank you very much. I'm pretty sure uh, his job title is coffee bitch. <laughs> Not in our offices. Starbucks. Not in Starbucks our offices, bitch. but all he does is fetch her coffee. And and he normally delivers her papers, and he didn't this time for some reason that no one can fully understand. Anyway, I have nothing more to say about this chapter. It, it's bad. This book is bad. I hate this book so much. No, I love it. I am getting a lot of enjoyment out of this. Are you? Because I am really not. No, no, it's fun. The enthusiasm. I'm here for the enthusiasm. That was a lot of fun. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, If you have time, we'd really appreciate it if you rated our podcast between one and five stars. And also left us a comment, either telling us that you like us or you hate us. Any attention is good attention. We're attorneys. This is what we thrive on. Feed our desire for for validation. <laughs>